return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Welcome back, guys, to the West Coast Alums. Episode 20. That's kind of crazy. Wow. Happy anniversary, Josh. Happy anniversary, Tucker. We just done two well. dudes who saw a vision for the world and wanted to change in this messed up society of spiral lunatics and brew loving bears. Yeah. And so we made the East Coast Slums. That's what we're all about here. If you didn't know, now you know. That's our mission. That's our mission statement for anyone looking to invest. Yeah. So today, though, we're going to talk about some childhood stories. So we've we've reflected back with you guys uh, into our years in undergrad, all the fun times we had as RAs. Mm. We talked about high school. And so we thought, hey, maybe we should go back even further just so you guys can understand who we are as your hosts. And uh, yeah, you might find that after this episode, you don't ever want to listen to us again. That's okay. But or you might find out that you can't get enough of us. That's also true. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So maybe this is an important question first. Okay. What's childhood? From what what years are we talking about? I would say, to me, childhood is anything from birth to ninth grade. Okay. That's kind of how good. I see it, at least. Because I feel like middle yeah. school, you're definitely still a kid. You know, you're like 13 years old at the end of middle school. That's definitely still a kid. Yeah, you're still a kiddo. Did you have any birth problems, by the way? Random question. No. I couldn't breathe as a kid. Did you know that? Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah, I had, I had my lungs were underdeveloped, I think, so I had to be put in this breathing box oh for the first couple of days. Yeah. What's a breathing box? Do they just breathe on you? <laughs> yeah, so they put you in a box. Uh, the, they put you in a box. Boss. <laughs> I will collect the prize. <laughs> yeah, they put you in a box, and then he takes you to Trandosha, and then you go on a hunt for oh. Wookiees with him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. No and, then, and then he breathes on you. He just he just sits over your body <laughs> like that's hot. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, it kind of sounds like you. That's where I got my killer hunter instincts from. <laughs> I'm ready for the apocalypse. No, just the just the part about breathing on people. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, that's true. I do breathe on people sometimes. Oh boy. But anyways, so if you ready? We can get into it, and we'll start out. We have a couple questions that we're gonna right. ask with stories to go with them. So the first question, Tucker, what was your worst injury as a kid? Your worst injury. So I never, I've never broken a bone. Okay. Okay. Well, actually. My pinky right now <laughs> is still swollen. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, Josh, you can see it, but the, the yeah, viewers can can't see it. Guys, it's swollen. And that happened in January. Oh. So maybe it's broken. Well, <laughs> but as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to get that looked at. Yeah, I probably should. But I've never broken a bone, as far as I know. So as a kid, the worst, I think, well, I rolled an ATV. That was pretty bad. Ooh. But I got only like, like really sprained muscles out of it, which is weird. Dang. But this, I think the the worst one I remember is my tooth went through my lip, it went through my chin because I had these I had these knockers, dude. These uh, these two front teeth were mm. like toe mater from cars. <laughs> they're they're just honkers. So I was on a monkey bar set, 
and I was climbing through it, and then I popped my head in between the monkey bars. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then I tried to slide through them as I was going down, and my chin hit the monkey bar, and my tooth just goes straight through my chin. I still have a scar to prove it. Like it was sticking out of your face? Yeah, but then I pulled it back. (laughs) You should have left it there. Look at my tooth. (laughs) I was bleeding so much. Wow, dang, dude. That hurts. But honestly, as far as injuries go, I feel like it's not terrible. Yeah. If that was the worst, that's not bad. Like most kids, like bust out their chins in some way. Yeah. What about you? Um... I was not so lucky. I did not escape childhood unscathed. I actually, probably the worst thing that happened to me was I broke my leg twice uh, at different times. Twice? At different times. So I broke my leg once when I was four. <laughs> Same day. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And then again when I was How? six. But So the first time I was riding, I had this little uh, bike and we, li- we used to live in a cul-de-sac. So I would ride the bike around the, the circle and my dad was out working and I was, you know, like, going super fast you know as every four-year-old does i was like i'm i'm gonna be you know i need for speed ka-chow and so i was zooming around yeah and i turned in too hard and the bike flipped on me and landed on my leg and like snapped it as i fell (laughs) and so then my dad like ran out and carried me up we had this old snowboard and so they put me on it or or a kneeboard i mean and then went to the hospital and got a cast and that was really fun and the second time which happened to the same leg, almost in the exact same spot. I was six, so two years later, and I was playing out in the snow, and we had a neighbor, uh, and they had a kid who was maybe, I don't know, four years older than me. He was a bigger, bigger kid. I was six, he was 10. And um, <clears throat> we were, like, wrestling in the snow, all of us, like, just not me and just having fun. And he, like, pushed me to the ground and jumped, like, right next to me doing you know like a john cena type finishing move like pretending yeah but he his lower half landed on my leg which was pointed out and it snapped my leg when he landed on it and (laughs) so then i just started like screaming crying and yeah it was rough but i got to play a lot of spongebob and a lot of scooby-doo on the xbox so it worked Uh, out it was a trade-off i guess (laughs) dude he probably has a sick story yeah, one time I broke this kid's leg by doing a John Cena move on him. <laughs> Dang. So, yeah, that was a good time. But other, those are probably my worst ones, I would say. I have some other injuries, you know. Living those are pretty gnarly, dude. Kind of get busted up. but Yeah, get run over by a cow. All right, Josh, what's the weirdest thing you did as a kid? The weirdest thing I did. Okay, so we were talking about this before the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't judge me, guys. I was young. <laughs> I don't even know how old I was. I was at least... I was at least six because we were in our new house. So it was probably six or seven. Um, but I really had to go to the bathroom. I had to go number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I go in there, I do my business, and I look. And that horrifying moment happens when you realize there's no toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I do? <laughs> Poor seven-year-old Josh, toilet paperless, sitting, in, sitting on the toilet. <laughs> and so I look around. And close to me, I see the cabinet full of towels. <laughs> so I grab the towels and I start wiping. But I'm seven, so I don't know what to do with them. They're gross now. They got poop all over them. What am I uh-huh. supposed to do? So I, I decide the best thing for me to do is to open my window and chuck them outside right next to the house. <laughs> Little did I know, my dad was mowing that day. 
and as he was driving around, he found them <laughs> and lifted them up, them up, you know, thinking instantly, what is a towel doing out here? Only to find it covered in Josh crap. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't just like go find some toilet paper in the house. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. It was too far away. Huh. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's mine. That's my story. What about you? What's the weirdest thing you ever did as a kid? Dude, I know there's got to be some weird things I did. I mean, <laughs> me and my little brother would chase each other around the house making monkey noises <laughs> my mom would get all upset okay but for anybody who doesn't know tucker's monkey impression is insane like it's so good it's because of those days chasing each other around the house yeah dude i feel like there's something like way weirder i just can't think of it right now for some reason you know what's funny though that's one of the first memories i have of you is your monkey impression monkey because somebody wow. on your hall when i was meeting with you before we were partners um, you know, when they were uh-huh. like, we were trying to that. gauge who's already going to, you know, work out and whatever. Uh, somebody asked you to do a monkey yeah. impression and you did it. And I was like, oh my gosh, who is this dude? <laughs> I can't room with him. I can't do it. Please. I just can't. Anybody but him. <laughs> please, please mercy. <laughs> Next question. What, what is the time that you got into a lot of trouble as a kid? So I got these bow and arrows for our birthdays or something like that from our cousins and so me and my friends thought it would be a great idea to shoot stuff with it right because that's what you're supposed to do with the bow and arrow and these are like they weren't like legit bow and arrows but they were pretty legit like they had a steel tip to them they weren't super sharp they had a steel tip and you could really shoot something with it so the first thing we started to shoot was like the trees around our house and the cactuses that was fun and then we wanted to upgrade, so we started shooting at the street lamps. You know, like the ones like on the street, you know, the bulbs. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> and so we started shooting out the, the street lamps, uh, trying to knock them out. And then we upgraded from that. It's like, well, what if we hit a car? And so the bow and arrow. <laughs> we pretended to be, yeah. So we pretended to be Indians on our street and ambush the next car that comes out. (laughs) The white man. (laughs) So we found the perfect white man, a white Audi that was driving down our street, dude. And so me and my friends pop out of the bushes and we get in a crouching stand in the middle, crouching stands in the middle of the street and shoot our bow and arrow straight into this car. Oh my gosh. And the car stops. And we book it. <laughs> you know, we ain't gonna stick around. We're, this is an ambush. Yeah, we gotta yeah. run. We gotta get back to the drive. <laughs> the white man, more powerful. <laughs> so we did. But but one of us, I can't remember who, I think ran into my house. <laughs> so just gave away our position. And so, of course, like the, the Audi driver went up to our house and told our parents about it. I think the, the driver was actually pretty nice about it. Right. But my parents were pissed. <laughs> like, they probably thought their son had a little bit more common sense than shooting driving vehicles with a steel-tipped bow and arrow. Right. <laughs> but I I wanted to be Indian. I didn't want just some lame targets. I wanted some moving targets. I wanted a challenge, dude. Give me something living. <laughs> so I got, I got in a bit of trouble for that. 
I was never allowed to use those bow and arrows. <laughs> no, actually, I did pull them out in high school again about six years later. That's a different story. And then you hunted actual white men. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, my God. We played chicken. With did bo- I ever with tell you story about arrows? chicken? No, what the heck? Tell, tell me. <laughs> you shot at each other with them? <laughs> no, no. We just, we just stood in a circle and shot it straight into the air. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I thought you meant like chicken fights. You know, when people no, are on their no, show. No. I thought you both had like bows and arrows. You're trying to take the other one out. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> we went full Indian. Yeah, jeez. No, yeah, we would just sit, stand in the circle and shoot the bow and arrow up. Or shoot the arrow straight up into the air. And the first one to move lost. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that before. The worst is when you do it in like the woods and you lose it in the trees and you can't see anything. Oh, <laughs> just like, well, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so terrifying, bro. You're like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Yep, but I'm not gonna be the chicken. <laughs> One time we all just booked and the arrow landed like a foot in front of my friend. Oh my gosh. And we just all looked up like oh. <laughs> he wins. <laughs> Yeah, good times. I feel like the worst the worst thing that I got in trouble for was probably just terrorizing my sister in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we, one time, I was on a trampoline, and, well, that's not the best one. Okay, here's another one. So, I was, I was really big into Aristotle when I was growing up. And so, mm. I don't know, maybe I was like 12. At this time, I was still pretty young. I was definitely in middle school. Mm-hmm. I was really big in airsoft, and my parents didn't want me to have uh, the airsoft guns until I turned, I guess it was 12. Um, but I finally got them all. I loved it. I was like, oh, it's so cool. Because yeah. all my buddies played it. Like, that's kind of what, what we did. Like, there was a bunch of guys my age after church, and we'd all go to someone's backyard, and they would have like an airsoft course we'd play. And so I was super into it. Yeah. And, um, I remember something happened where I was really mad at my sister. I think she stole one of my airsoft guns or wouldn't give it back or something. And so we were talking and I just, I like pulled out the, I had a CO2 pistol and I shot her in the foot (laughs) (laughs) and she wasn't wearing shoes and the the BB stuck in her skin. (laughs) Dude, I got in so much trouble for that. I felt horrible right after. I was like, no way this, cause it's an airsoft gun. It's not supposed to do that. Like I thought, oh, yeah. it would sting, which it still isn't. You know, it still isn't very nice. But you know, <laughs> poor, poor Katie, man. But yeah, I got in so it's much trouble. I think I was fun. grounded. I lost airsoft for like a year. I got you know spanked or whatever. Jeez. Like, yeah, it was rough, which I totally deserved. Like looking back, that was such a stupid thing to do. But um, <laughs> yeah, just no mercy, straight up <laughs> shot her in the foot. Yeah, dude, we just were we're standing there talking. I was like, give it back. She's like, no, and so I just. Shoot her in the foot. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you wanna give it back up? Yeah. So anyways, that was, that I'll was teach you a lesson. the worst thing. Moving on though, moving on to happier, happier times. Tucker, did you have uh, a kitty girlfriend? I know a lot of people they have little, you know, little girlfriends when they're kitties. Did you have mm. like who was your first kitty girlfriend? How'd that relationship go? Walk us through. First it. kitty girlfriend. Yeah. Looking back, this is this is really cringy. But I had this was I don't know I was probably like five or something at the time. I had this crush on this neighborhood girl. I don't even remember her name. I think it was like Sarah or something. I had this crush on her, and then all of the neighborhood kids got into this truth and dare phase. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And some of the kids were, like, older. And so we were doing things that, like, I had no idea at that time how, like, inappropriate it was. Oh, jeez. Poor little five-year-old talk. <laughs> like, what did you I know, mean? I know. <laughs> but one of them was I had to kiss the Sarah girl oh. 50 times. Oh. Yeah. They're helping you so, out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started smooching away, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she just she, she let it happen? It was like a machine gun. Yeah, well, she had to. It was truth or dare. <laughs> <laughs> so I went... I went <laughs> nice. And then that was my dream come true. Dude. This little six-year-old, whatever. Seven-year-old, maybe. I don't know age keeps changing what was it it does <laughs> like, it's like i was 20 <laughs> I was, it was actually last year <laughs> yeah <laughs> um kitty girlfriend so the first the first kitty girlfriend i had i think i was 10 or 11 and did you ever do awanas did you have that at your church mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay so for you guys who don't know awanas it's it's like a uh it's a kids it's like a youth program through your church but for kids and so they have like the cubbies, which are the really little kids, and then the sparkies, which is middle age, and then TNT is like I think eleven or twelve, uh, maybe thirteen, and then you yeah. kind of graduate out to the youth group, which is for like high schoolers. Um, so I was in TNT, I think at this point, and I was eleven, and um, there's this other girl who her family didn't go to our church, but she would come to TNT, and her mm. name was Hannah. I still remember, and. Ooh. At this point in time, all my other friends, because I, I was friends with uh, a kid who was he was a little bit older than me, so I think he was 13 at the time, and he had a girlfriend, and one of my other buddies had a girlfriend, and I felt so left out as an 11-year-old. I was like, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm 11. It's time for me to get a girlfriend. And yeah. I really thought this girl was cute. And so I had, I know kids listening today won't know what this is, but a track phone, which is what... Mm what kids that I had, you know, growing up before, because we weren't allowed to get smartphones or anything like that, which a smartphone back then was like a Blackberry. But um, we had like a track phone that we would take when, uh, you know, we'd have like camping trips and whatnot with the youth group because my mom wanted us to be able to call if something happened. And so I remember I got her number somehow. Mm -hmm. I guess I asked. I don't remember. And I was on this camping trip with her. And I think I texted her. And I said, hey, you want to go out? And she said, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, no way. And so then for the next two weeks, I told my buddies that I had a girlfriend. um, And I never saw her in those two weeks. Uh, And then I texted her after those two weeks. And I was like, hey, I just think maybe we should wait to date till we're older. And she was like, okay. (laughs) And that was it. That was my relationship with Hannah. Wow. So, yeah. That's hot. Still counts, though. (laughs) Still counts. So, Josh, what's the worst thing you did with cars? Okay. I know this question sounds kind of weird now that I'm hearing it, the way that we worded it. Which, did you know there's somebody, I don't know who, but he's romantically in love with his car. Like, he's something car sexual is what he calls himself. Dude, what? What is the world coming to, bro? I don't know. Anyways, okay, so we don't mean Uh. it like that, but... um, the fact that we have to clarify that is very sad. I mean, I was definitely not going that way, but... Yeah. Um, I, I just thought of it because of that, that freaking guy. That's so weird. Anyways, okay, so the weirdest, worst, worst thing you did, with, did, to, did to or with cars. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, really similar to what you were saying with your shooting of bows and arrows. I used to, <laughs> I had a friend named Robert, and, you know, we live out in the country, and so I would go over to his house mm-hmm. after church sometimes, and he had BB guns, which I wasn't allowed to have at that point. I must have been nine or ten years old, mm-hmm. maybe eight. Um, and so we would hide. He had these giant bushes right at the front of his driveway where the ditch is. Um, mm-hmm. And so we would hide in the bushes and wait for cars to come by. And as soon as a car would come by, we'd like pop out and <laughs> just pump it full of BBs. <laughs> I think he, he maybe had like an automatic airsoft Jeez. gun and I had a BB gun. And Bro. So these cars, every time you just hear like a like of the bb's hitting the car and it always stopped and we'd like duck back into the bush and this one pickup which you're out in the country you don't want to mess with a pickup boy you know yeah yeah <laughs> like like did like a donut spin around and started driving like really slowly by the yard and we were just hiding there like don't move don't move don't move Bro. <laughs> and then i think we did that a couple more times and then we booked it up to the house but yeah it was a good time <laughs> nobody ever found out about it like we never got caught his parents never found out so we didn't get in trouble but we i think after the pickup situation we decided maybe we should maybe we should not (laughs) but yeah it's so exhilarating though you know better drive faster dang right (laughs) my neighborhood boy (laughs) you kind of welcome here (laughs) you better get out dang right (laughs) uh but what about you aside from the bows and arrows what else what else have you got so I had some friends on the street, the triplets, Sam, Ben, and Kate, mm-hmm. and they we we lived on like this on this busy road, but there's like walls, um, but you could like climb up on the walls, and then it would be like a busy street. And so my buddies, the triplets, they had a bunch of orange trees lined up against those walls, <laughs> and so what we would do is we would take orange the oranges that fell from the trees, climb up on the wall. And pelt cars as they drove by <laughs> with with oranges. And I think actually a similar story. We would do it, and like cars would like stop, and sometimes we'd get like a windshield, and they would just like stop out of nowhere. And you can imagine like an orange hitting your windshield, <laughs> splattering all over. And one time a car came into our neighborhood, like got off the busy road and came into our neighborhood and was like circling around trying to find oh, what house was it, and we realized because they were one of the only houses with orange trees we're like oh, this is pretty this is pretty obvious that we're doing this so maybe we should <laughs> we gotta find something else and then we got a better idea <laughs> our upgraded idea was getting a water balloon launcher and you know those ones that you can shoot like 200 feet oh yeah oh yeah the sling sling water balloon that's what we would do <laughs> with the cars so we we moved on from oranges to water balloons which is a little bit less traceable <laughs> and we would just launch them into the street <laughs> and it's pretty harmless too i feel like it's a water balloon you know? yeah water balloons fine oranges was a little you know when you're going like 40 miles an hour yeah at least so these could do some damage it's good because the yeah especially <laughs> There's a lot of cars at the same time. That could have been bad. They would have spurred, stopped. I don't know what it is about cars. I don't know. I used to chuck rocks at cars going by. Not like huge ones, but me and my cousins would throw pebbles. We'd like try to get it because the road (laughs) was pretty far away. So we'd like chuck them and try to like get them on the road. Sometimes Uh, sometimes cars would be collateral damage, you know, whatever. But (laughs) most illegal thing you did as a kid, Josh. Well, aside from shooting BB guns at cars, the most illegal <laughs> thing I did was trespassing, I think. But there's this one time, probably one of the worst times 
uh, trespassing. Uh, I was up at my cousin's house. They used to live in Maryland. And we would always try to like explore a new area. It was it was like we we're playing a video game and we were unlocking spots on the map, you know. Mm-hmm. And they they lived off in this neighborhood that was kind of in the country, so they had like a more suburban type neighborhood area, but right next to it was a lot of just back roads and stuff. Um, and so we went walking down this back road, maybe two or three miles, and we got to this uh, old cabin store thing. I, I don't even know what it was. It's like a little mm-hmm. shack that was like a general store. And it had this sloped hill leading right up to the roof. And so, of course, we're like, dude, let's get on the roof. <laughs> nice. And so we climb up there and I went up first and, and they both were behind me. And so we're climbing up and you can't see anything over this hill because it leads like right up to the roof. And so mm-hmm. we get up and I, I finally get at the top of the hill getting ready to step onto the roof. And it's like flat ground up there because the, the shack was built into the side of a hill, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I look up and I just hear this and I like freeze and maybe five feet away from me is this huge dog. I don't even know what it was. It was like a pit bull German shepherd mix just staring at me. He was like collared and chained and he was just staring at me growling. And I was like, dude, holy crap. And Hunter saw it. Trevor didn't see it. So he kept coming up. But me and Hunter, we turned and we book it down the hill. And I'm, I don't uh-huh. think I've ever run that fast in my life. We probably ran like half a mile thinking that this dog was chasing us. And then we finally stop <laughs> and we look back and we see Trevor just like slowly, casually walking behind us. He's like, what are you guys running? <laughs> like, dude, there's a dog up there. He's <laughs> like, oh, what? And so then we were, yeah, we were pretty, uh, a little more careful the rest of the night. So we went back to the, <laughs> back to the house. But anyway, so, okay. If we have time, maybe we can move on to hot takes real quick. Hot takes. Since we're talking about our childhood. Con candy or bubblegum ice cream? Something about con candy for me. Yes, Josh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I chose right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I, but my favorite was always I loved the cake, like birthday cake ice cream. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Especially when it had like the cake bits in it. Yes. Yeah. And the like frosting type. I don't oh, even know yeah. what it was. But pro tip to anybody, if you go to Cold Stone, which is an ice cream chain. I don't know if you guys oh, have yes. it. It's in the, it's on the east coast. Yeah. It's on the west coast too. Yeah. Okay. It's everywhere. The headquarters is actually in Arizona. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Pro tip: Yoda Coldstone, get the birthday cake remix. It's birthday cake Ooh. ice cream with brownie chunks and chocolate syrup. It will give you a heart attack, but it's the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Wow. It's so good. That's my hot take. So you're you're cotton candy. Yeah. For sure. Okay. You're for sure. Yeah. Okay. I love me some cotton candy. Coldstone cotton candy is great. Coldstone? They just have good ice cream, dude. It's just good, man. I want Coldstone. Although, man, the best it's just good. The best ice cream, Homestead Creamery. That's I think Ooh, that's what's... more local. It's up by uh it's yeah. up by Lynchburg. It's out at Smith Mountain Lake. But they would come, they would actually have a little cart that would come to Liberty every now and then. Really? Dude, their ice cream and their chocolate milk. We go there every year when we go up to the lake for my family vacation. So good. So good. Do they have cotton candy? I don't know. That's a good question, actually. I gotta check this year. We're going up in two weeks, three weeks, something like that. So I'll check. Oh, I'll check dude, for you. Let me know. I'll, I'll meet you there. Yeah, sounds good. Down, down. <laughs> um, okay. Hot take. Hit me. You have to pick one Disney princess to date. Who are you picking? Ooh. Who are you picking? 
Okay, just for the audience, let's. I'm gonna list a few so you guys know who we're talking. So okay. we, we have we have Rapunzel, we have yeah. Cinderella, Snow White, yeah, Jasmine, Ariel. I feel like those Sleeping Beauty, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. I feel like those are the main ones. Yeah. Um, Tiana, right from uh, what's that movie called, The Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Although that's newer. I'm, I'm th- talking more like classic Disney, you know? Classic. Does Rapunzel count? <laughs> I knew you were going to pick her. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because that's like a classic story that was retold for Tangled, I feel like. Yeah. Dude, she's just... Uh, it's her personality. Uh, she's so kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? She has so much fun. I was going to pick the girl from Aladdin. What's her face? Jasmine. Jasmine. Because, I, you know, I, I, I like a little ethnic spice. I'll say it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but she seems a little needy. I'm not gonna lie. Really? You know, you got to be a certain quality. Maybe I just haven't seen it in a while. This is what I'm remembering. Okay. Maybe she's maybe she's the opposite of needy. Yeah, because she's a princess, but she wants to not. She like wants to live a simple life with a with Aladdin, right? Yeah. No, I'm 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 totally mis. <laughs> okay, I was I was second guessing myself. I'm misremembering this. No, I was for some reason I was remembering it that Aladdin had to get to a point to be with her. Oh no, he thought he did, but he didn't. She just wanted him. Oh, that's cute. I oh, can show guys. you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendor. Okay, yeah. Final answer, Rapunzel. Rapunzel from Tangled. From Tangled. Good choice. Okay, are we going? Are we going long blonde hair or short brown hair? Ooh. Oh, dude, I have a thing for brunettes. I'm kind of like Flynn. Really, Hyde. the short brown. I thought you would have said yeah. the blonde, the long blonde. No. Okay. And the girl I'm dating right now dressed up as Rapunzel for Halloween. No way. A while ago. I just remembered that. No way. So if you're listening, Jerilyn, I totally picked this because of you, <laughs> not because. Way to cover your tracks. Thanks, Josh. Nice. Yeah, got you. I'd agree with you, dude. Jasmine or, or Rapunzel would be my top two, probably. They're hot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. All right, well, that's uh, our childhood. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys don't think of us any differently. Hopefully not. Get your bow and arrow out. Make sure you have toilet paper. (laughs) Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week or two weeks. Yep. See ya.